I couldn't believe that my husband wanted me to take the time to go to see a doctor because I'm just a mom that's tired. How could this be anything more than that? It's kind of crazy looking back on it, what I ignored or the stories I came up with. Don't just rationalize things. If you notice it, there's a reason you're noticing it. It's something different with your body. Don't ignore it. Everyone has a story to tell, and we invite you to join us for the Multiple Sclerosis Diagnosis Journey podcast and listen to these unique stories. Greetings. This is Laura Kulaskowski. I'm your host for the MS Diagnosis Journey podcast. And with me today is a really special guest, my friend, Kathy Reagan-Young. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Laura. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm thrilled to be here. I am so happy you said yes to this because honestly, in our conversations, I have never said, how did you get your diagnosis of MS? And that is our focus of this podcast is learning about people's experiences on that journey. So can you just start out and tell me a little bit about your symptoms and whatever you want to tell me? Yeah, sure. Be happy to. Um, It was weird, but I think doesn't most people's MS diagnosis story start with that. It was weird, totally out of the blue. Um, For me, I was 43 years old. I had two little girls, four and six years old. And I came down the stairs in the morning, having slept a good solid eight hours, but I was so exhausted. And I remember getting them breakfast and looking out my back window at my backyard and thinking, I couldn't tell you what was wrong with my vision, but there was something wrong. Something wasn't right about my vision. And I was just, you know, this exhaustion and, and the vision and the, oh gosh, wait a minute. Now my right hand doesn't feel right. It was just this one thing after another, as I kind of surveyed my body, I noticed weird things. And my husband said to me, you know, why don't you take a little break and let's get you in to see a doctor. And I was like, are you kidding me? This is all because I'm a stay at home mom. I'm exhausted. And this is what happens to moms. Didn't chalk it up to anything other than that. And then I was doing marketing at the time and I had a project for an ophthalmologist and I messaged him. I just progressively felt worse and worse. And I messaged him and said, sorry, can't get this thing done until next week. Think I have the flu. And when I explained to him what was going on, my vision was starting to double. He said, meet me in my office tomorrow morning at seven. And I knew he didn't open till nine. So that was my first indication that something wasn't right. And when I went in to see him, you know, he had that horrible machine that's way too close to your face, (laughs) all of that stuff. And he said, okay, here's the deal with the eyes. It's a sixth nerve palsy, but that's not an answer. That's a symptom to something else. I'm going to call my friend who's a neurologist. You're going to go over there. You're going to talk to him. I think you're going to need an MRI. And anyway, I am abbreviating a lot of this, but suffice to say, I did all of that. And yeah, they said, you've got lesions all over your brain. You have MS. In fact, they said that the neurologist said to me before I even sat down, well, it's MS. <laughs> I was so, like, wait, what? <laughs> so yeah. did you did you get the MRI immediately after you saw the ophthalmologist? 
Yes. Well, I mean, within, you know, probably a week. I mean, I was fast tracked because the ophthalmologist and his wife were friends of mine and his wife was also a doctor. So I was fast tracked. Then they called their friend a neurologist and I got in to see him right away. And they leaned on him to get an MRI and get a lumbar puncture right away. And it took about a month, but at that point, so that was in 2008, that was really fast at that time to be diagnosed. And that was, you know, I thought that was my first symptoms, but as I looked back, as oftentimes we, a lot of us do, I recognize I had a time in my life where my right thigh was so completely numb that I would say to people, oddly, You could take an ice pick and stick it in my thigh right now and I would never feel it. And then there was another time that my knee on that right side again itched so bad that I scratched a callus and a dermatologist called his partner in to look at it. He's like, I've never seen anything like that. Well, now I know that was nerves and all my MS stuff is on my right side. So, and that was in like 1987. So it's been a long time a brewing. And then I got a pretty quick diagnosis when everything blew up. And um, here I am <laughs> almost 15 years later. Well, you know, I, as I'm listening to you, you're saying some of the key things that we want to brush aside symptoms, especially yeah. women, especially women who are mothers and who are also working, who feel like they're juggling so much as it is. Either, oh, I'm just overtired or I don't have time to be sick, one or the other, and we push that aside. And I hear Mm -hmm. that in your story. Yes, 100%. I, you know, I couldn't believe that my husband wanted me to take the time to go to see a doctor because I'm just tired. You know, I'm just a mom that's tired. How could this be anything more than that? It's kind of crazy looking back on it, what I ignored or... you know, the stories I came up with. So the thing where my, my thigh was so numb, I remember saying, well, because I went to college up in Minnesota and I remember saying, well, I must've gotten frostbite at some point. I mean, how stupid frostbite doesn't come and go like this didn't make, you know, in retrospect, it makes no sense, but I'm Mm -hmm. trying to rationalize weird things that are happening to me in my early twenties that weren't diagnosed until my early 40s. Yeah, and I think you're right because my diagnosis also came later in life. And as I look back, I can see 20 years worth of symptoms that I just set aside and didn't take the time to take care of myself, as opposed to the listeners of this podcast who I think are looking for answers for them. So one thing you talk about, Kathy, that really sticks out to me is connections because we talk about MS being a connection disease of lesions and and connecting into our central nervous system. But we also know the importance of connections with people. So you were so well connected with medical experts to help you get through this. I mean, I just, I truly lucked out. I feel badly for folks who have to try and navigate our messed up healthcare system and try and choose the right kind of doctor and then try and get in to see them and get the referrals and then, you know, navigate what their health insurance is going to pay for and won't pay for. And oh my gosh, I mean, that would be a difficult 
maze to navigate if you didn't have any illness going on. But this is all coming at our most vulnerable moments. And we're having to be on top of things that are understandable (laughs) uh, in most cases. And now you're dealing with the disease. So I got incredibly lucky. And I wish that wasn't the case. I mean, I hope that we can do something about this messed up situation and help people just help escort them through this process. Yep. Well, you know, you're talking about that you're incredibly lucky. And I think we're incredibly lucky that you're willing to share your experiences because I think people will learn from what you have to say here on your own journey. Do you have any advice for people who have perhaps weird symptoms and they're thinking, oh, I wonder what this is, or they've consulted Dr. Google and now all of a sudden they think they might have MS? Yes, absolutely. I mean, I think in the U.S., for the most part, your first step is your primary care. So get in to see your primary care. Don't just rationalize things. If you notice it, there's a reason you're noticing it. It's something different with your body. Let's say there's nothing wrong. Okay, great. Best case scenario, you go to your primary care and they say everything's good. Perfect. But maybe not. Maybe not. I always tell everybody, and and this is for folks that have been diagnosed with any new or worsening symptom, let your doctor know. And I would say that goes for anyone noticing any kind of symptom, pre-diagnosis, anything that you notice about your body, don't ignore it. Don't ignore it. The earlier you get some kind of diagnosis or knowledge about what you're dealing with, the earlier you can get on top of it and make some choices that can affect the rest of your life. You can make a difference now for future you. So take it all seriously, get in there, work with your doctor and find out what's going on. So there you have it, folks. That's a whole bunch of great advice here from my guest, Kathy Reagan-Young. You've been listening to the MS Diagnosis Journey podcast. And Kathy, I'll leave the last word to you. Do you have any closing thoughts? I do. Listen to your body and take as best a care of you as you can possibly take care of because you will be your own best friend. You are the only person you know that will be there until your last breath. So take really good care of yourself. 